guys. This is Black Crew Call. I am your host, Kay Montgomery. Today, we're talking to JP all about locations. We're so excited to get into it. This is our first time talking to a locations manager. So we are excited to get the real, real and talk behind the scenes. JP, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Uh, this is I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it because I think this is one of those you know how they say, you know, little known facts type deal. I, I know a lot of people don't realize how much goes into production. So I'm really excited about it. Exactly. So that's why we're so excited to talk to you. It's so excited to see black people doing stuff behind the scenes like this, yeah. to expose the community to stuff like this. There are so many people that want to get into movie making and there are a million jobs, as you know, behind the yes. scenes. So I think it's so cool to just see how everything works together and hopefully we'll expose someone and maybe they'll be more interested yeah. in learning about more about what you do. So can you give us just a quick, well, it doesn't even have to be quick make it long make it as long as you want um <laughs> breakdown about what you guys do in locations so i really the start is 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 the one thing that a lot of people don't like to do and that's research <laughs> right so you know it's one of those things because a location can look good mm -hmm. but it still may not be good for the mm. production Right. It may right. look good, but it may not be good for production. There are things that you should look at. Like uh, you want to, you know, the simple things. Is it too close to an airport? Mm -hmm. Trains, you know, uh, yeah. and, 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 and I mean, to the smallest things, is it a business community? What, you know, when will you be filming? What time of day? How, you know, how does the sun hit if you have outside scenes oh. during those times? Those are, you know, a lot of things to consider, right? Are you in a part of town where it floods during certain seasons? Oh, wow. There are so many things to consider. What does your set need to look like? Do you have to have some things delivered that are on a flatbed and you need a dock? There are so many. Do you have a checklist? I mean, I'm thinking about oh, yeah. all this. I was on a set oh, yeah. the other week and it was, they had a train right outside and we were filming outside scenes. And also it was near an airport. And I was like, this is the conversion of so many bad things. Like, <laughs> They didn't yeah. have they didn't have JP on locations over there. I'm just gonna go they, they in. Didn't, they no. didn't, they so didn't. I mean, do you have a checklist or have you been doing it? Well, tell us how long how long have you been doing locations? Oh man, it's been over a decade. So oh, okay. that so you don't need a checklist. You I got been, that in your mind. But you know what? I train folks on the regular. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, you know, I'll take a step back. So I now have a television network. Gotcha. So I'm teaching folks about the importance of location and how just a pretty outside mm. may be disastrous, right? Like you said, trains and an airport. And an airport. <sighs> That's too much. So, um, you know, you want to think about all of those things of uh, prep. You know, how are the cast and crew going to prep? Um, you know, something as small as outlets. Yes. Key. He, I, I, I was a guest on a set where uh, a production was held up for an hour because of the lack of outlets. So it was this huge room. I don't recall the dimensions of the room, 
but there were only two outlets and they were on the opposite sides. No. That's something that's very important, right? Mm -hmm. Do you have scenes that people are using doors? Do those doors function? Do they squeak? All of that matters. Yeah. So you have to be a detail-oriented. So have you always been a detail-oriented person then? Yes. 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 It it comes very (laughs) natural to me. So, you know, one of the first things that I do is uh, when I'm scouting a location is I visit it at several different times of the day Mm. just so I can see the, the, the beat of the place, the surroundings, very, very important. Right. Um, I, I was scouting a place one time and it looked for the most part, really clean, Mm -hmm. but maybe a half a block away, someone had basically converted their garage into a, like a karaoke club. No freaking way. And if I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't just, you know, something said, it's about 10, 10 30 at night. Mm -hmm. Someone said, just go take a ride by and see see what the lighting's like outside in the parking lot, you know, cause that, that's something else. Lighting. If you're doing lighting for outside shoots, you want to make sure that, you know, again, outlets, right. If right. you need them, like, how are you going to get power out there? But something's a drive by, I drive by and I just, they're jamming. I'm like, where is that coming from? I drive about a half a block. I follow the music and they got a whole shindig going on. Oh, those are things that you need to know. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. Can you imagine being deep into a scene and then all of a sudden someone is singing the wrong note to a Whitney Houston song? No! Wait, JP, why have to be the wrong note? (laughs) Because that's usually what happens. You know it's the wrong note. Yeah, ain't nobody (laughs) singing the right note to a Whitney Houston. You're right, you're right. Exactly, it's the wrong note. So (laughs) can you imagine that? And you're just like, what? (laughs) What is that? Where are you coming from in a neighborhood? That's wild. Uh, you know, um, even outside of that, things like that, people love to film on beaches. Mm-hmm. They don't consider the sound of water. They don't consider the sand and what the sand does to equipment. Equipment, yeah. Uh, how sand impacts makeup. Oh, yeah. That would be... Yeah. All of those things. So, so location management is huge. And then you have to consider everyone else, Right. Mm-hmm. So how can the makeup artist load up? You know, is it, 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 you know, is there a convenient route? How, how is that happening? Where are the elevators? All of those things. So you should really, really spend some time mapping out the place. Everyone should know where the outlets are, where the dressing rooms are, where to load in, you know, where are the break areas, where is scene one, two, three, four, five. So it's very intricate, intricate work that goes into location management. But but not only a lot of research, but also a lot of planning. I mean, you have to anticipate everything that could possibly happen in the space. So then how did yes. you how did you get into this this part of the business? Where did you, you start? Know what? So I started uh, a, a friend of mine, shout out to Coco Rochelle, got asked to be a host of a show, a local station in St. Louis. At the time it was called uh City TV 10. Right. And she asked me to come on. And, and these were her exact words, which are still hilarious to me. She goes, I don't know what you're going to do, but I feel like you need to be there. Oh, like I just, I feel like you need to be there and, and to help me manage this. Those were her words. Wow. 
So I walked on the set and I started asking questions. Okay, so where does she enter? Where does she exit? Where's the dressing room? Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Where's that? And um, a gentleman uh, who loves for me to leave him nameless uh, said to me, he goes, like, are you the location manager? And I was like, no, but what's that? (laughs) I am not. But what's that? Because that's basically what you're doing. Like you're scouting this place. You're figuring out, you know, where monitors are going to be set, where, you know, where, what type of mic is being used and where are they placed? All of those things. Because that's location management. Now it's just like, huh. well, let me, let me do a little more research and get some stuff under my belt and add that to the good old resume. And so right? that's, that was, that was a decade ago. That is so interesting because it was something that was just instinctual and natural for you. And I love that as a person, as a friend, she went, she knew that already from regular life, right? Like you must be that person just in the friend group, just regular, you know, she was like, I I know she, yeah, 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 yeah. She'll say it, she, she says it all the time still to this day, like you find the details. You think of the details that no one else is thinking about. You're thinking about, okay, where is, uh, you know, where are the battery operated equipment going to be recharged? Where's the space for that? Do we have the plugs for that? Where are all of those Mm -hmm. things? And so it it became very natural to me. And, you know, after a while, that checklist, you just start adding to it because I'm still learning things, right? There are still things to consider. So a uh, very recent example, filming in a building, and they were going to replace the carpet, right? Not a big deal, you would think, mm-hmm. right? Completely changed the sound of the of the space. Oh, no. Changed the sound of the space. So there was a big difference from when they pulled the carpet, the old carpet up, to when they placed the new carpet in. Completely different acoustics in the space. Never happened to me before. Wow. So then you were saying that you're training people. You're still learning, but you're training. So how do you train people on something that for you is so innate and so natural and may not be natural for everybody? How is training people for that working out? And then can you tell people, can you spot someone who just has a natural talent? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so training people, it's 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 difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult because you 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 have to be anal. Yeah. You have to have every single detail because, from my point of view, the the location makes the production. Everyone depends on that location to fit every part of the production together, mm-hmm. right? You know, no PA is successful, no producer is successful, no director, no talent is successful if the the location is falling apart. Yep. So so training is, you know, really drilling in that mindset. Like, no, you really have to look at the outlets. Yeah. Yeah. You really need to open the doors to understand those doors. Is that, you know, uh, because you think about being in a space where it is a, a, a large building and maybe you're just using a portion of the building, not the whole building. Mm-hmm. What parts lock? What parts are open to you? All of those things matter. When are when is security during a walkthrough? 
Mm. That happened before, right? So security wasn't aware that someone was doing a production. He just heard the noise. And so he comes up and he was like, what y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sir, she's in the middle crying. It's a very serious scene right now. Wow. The flash, like, what y'all doing over here? <laughs> it was a whole production. Oh my but God. no one, right? That's that's yeah. something that needs to happen if you're in a facility. I always ask, do you have security or uh, time police patrols? Those things matter. Yeah. We need to be able to know those things and, and reaching out to those people to say, hey, we have full permission to be here. This is our time frame. Mm-hmm. You know, can you please not turn the sirens on and flash the light? <laughs> well, we try to work. In the middle you know, of the so day. it's, yeah, 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 yeah. So all of those things. So uh, there are people who are uh, naturally just curious people. Mm. And I get people who ask, like, what did you think about that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I got a story for you. Because <laughs> anything that I'm checking for, I, my checklist is by trial and error. Mm. Something that I I missed before, something that I saw someone else miss before, something that I thought about, like, as I'm driving to the location, like, man, it's loud, right? Like, it's just naturally kind of the traffic is kind of high over here during Uh this time of day, those types of things. So, you know, there are some people who are like me, just naturally inquisitive. They just want to know, or they are looking in a building and saying, I don't know, guys. This doesn't this doesn't seem to work for what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. This, you know, you may have to do something with sound. Uh, you may have to do something with lighting, and you know, having those conversations to make sure that it works for everybody. Because again, everyone is depending on the location. Everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. So those are a lot of challenges. What are your favorite parts of the job? Favorite parts of the job is so I usually do kind of like a map, right? Mm-hmm. And most people don't lay out a map like that. One of my favorite things are the ahas that happens when people get a location map, so they know where everything is. They know where they can go for things. They know where you know. Uh, I I even try to call out areas for you know on productions. Most folks. Don't take their phones on set. But if you need a quiet place to take a phone call, like I call out those things, you know, based on the size. And there's there's there are some places where I can even call out a quiet room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like you go in there, no yeah. one disturbs you. You can light a candle if you want to. That's genius. Take, take your take your break. So seeing that is always like uh one of the best parts. Um the other the other thing is uh, when it actually starts, right? When production starts, mm-hmm. and you just get to watch the puzzle pieces come together, mm-hmm. right? So stuff is being brought in, people are set up, and you're just like, they knew that outlet was there because I called it out. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, yeah, you know, they, they got here and they're able to load up because I called out that the old location didn't have the dock that we needed. We needed to make sure that we had a race dock to get all of this set furniture in. So those are, you know, just seeing it come together is still, even after 10 years, still really cool to me. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about when you work on when you work in entertainment, you oftentimes don't even realize when locations is doing a bang up job because everything is going smoothly. You don't realize it until you go to a different set and you're like, we're going to have to walk how long to get to set from where I park my car? Y'all don't have no water? Like, where's the this thing? You know, there's. I, I'm glad I brought a charger because there aren't any outlets. Or we're, this ended up being a night call. There's no heaters. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in a situation that yes. it, 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 it's obvious that there hasn't been that planning going, I think we overlook locations so often. Because when yes. you have good locations, you're just like, oh, that was easy. And you don't Everything realize great. how much of it had so little to do with anything that happened on set. You know, 75% of that yes. was that you could park easily and that you could get where you needed to go and you could charge and this was organized and that was done and that's locations, right? And you know, the the other big thing that people overlook, safety, security, that's part of location. Yeah. I didn't that is part of, that location. part of location. I didn't realize that. That is part of location. So really... The, the location manager becomes kind of like a project manager. They're the information hub, mm -hmm. right? Because I may not be the person who says, get me 12 people for security, but I'll tell them we have these access points. Mm -hmm. Here's parking, here's entry and exit to the building. Here's this, here's that, here's this, here's that. I would call it 12, right? Mm -hmm. I'm constantly communicating with everyone on a regular to say, hey, if you, you know, there's a space here where you could charge 12 cell phones at one time, how, how many cast and crew? Okay, great. Would you like, um, you know, you can get temporary lockers brought in mm -hmm. to a location, right? So people feel secure about putting their, putting their stuff. you know, their personal stuff in. Uh, because I consider all of those things. There are folks who are married who have to take their wedding rings off for a scene. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that that's secure. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, parking lots, people are driving, you know, to, for one, you don't want folks having to walk a country mile. Mm -hmm. And if you and if there is some distance, you need to have golf carts and escorts and things like that to make right. sure that folks aren't sweating. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So it's a lot of it is a lot of planning. There's a lot of details in location. And now a location manager may not be the person that makes every single call, but you, you should definitely have a plan of action with a timeline, have security secured by this time because security should be there. They should be briefed in the whole nine long before casting crew are on set. Yeah. The, so you know, I'm everything wondering, should be secure. So I'm wondering how your experience is navigating location as a black person, because I'm not sure, and I've been on a few, more than a few sets. I'm not sure that I've seen, I've seen maybe one to two other people working in location. And that's maybe out of a hundred sets, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So what's your experience uh, navigating space? And you know what? I uh I would say, I would say it's been pretty decent. You do get pushback. Because so what it is, is people aren't used to true location managers. They're used to maybe an ops person trying to do everything. And so people aren't used to it. If you, if you go to the average person with the production and say, hey, can you give me kind of a rundown of all of the jobs? 
here location is probably going to get left off oh that's interesting yeah location is probably going to get left off because um a lot of the times it's a budget thing like i said we're we're a lot of the prep work right mm -hmm. we're a lot of the prep work, and most productions are ran uh budget wise from the go button not for prep so a lot of productions don't budget for prep so that's another piece of, of uh, information that i'm trying to coach people through right mm -hmm. that that to me location is part of pre-production it is just as important as getting the promo trailer done right that's that's yeah. so fascinating so um shifting because you're working in film and tv a lot i'm interested yes. in um, because with your personality, being someone that is able to really hone in on details, I feel like you, you could succeed in a lot of different spaces, right? So what kind of attracted you? Well, you told us our initial story of working with Coco, but what has kept you working in the film and TV space? I would say the creativity of it all. There's mm -hmm. always something new. There's something new to learn. There are always new people. You get, I mean... The industry is just full of talent, right? And that, and I'll be honest, some of that talent isn't just about being in front of the camera. Some of them shouldn't be in front of a camera, let's be honest. But there's still just this beautiful web of people and creativity that comes from it. I've built some amazing relationships from people I do on location, consulting, you know, yeah. uh, if you will. And so it, it feeds that. Um, that side of me that wants to see people win and that side of me that loves to look at a production and say, ah, that is a really great show or that is a really awesome film. And then every now and then you kind of watch the finished product and you're just like, I, I was part of that. Mm -hmm. like, I was part of that. Like that, I saw it go from how many doors do we have for entry to <laughs> a movie theater? Yeah. That's so it's, 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 it's really rewarding. Yeah, that's really cool. What, what advice do you have specifically for Black people coming into your craft? Oh, you know what? Get into it. Really get into it. And don't get stuck in analysis paralysis, right? That is huge. Don't don't disqualify yourself before you even give it a try. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I would suggest um, finding a production and saying, hey, being honest. Hey, I am a novice, but I really want to support. I want to support you while I build my skills and start you a checklist. I did start out with a checklist. Now it comes natural to me. I'm, mm -hmm. I just, you know, I just know. But I'll write everything down. I am the documentation queen. I wrote down everything, you know, start to build it. And, it is, and it's one of those things, okay? To build the muscle, you have to do it. It's like working out. You, you literally have to do it. And some days it's going to suck. You're going to miss some stuff or you're going to give someone some information. They're not going to do the proper thing with it. You're going to try to follow up. It's going to suck some days. However, just do it, build it, start with any type of production, right? 
a lot of people don't think about this, but even theater work needs location managers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? You need, how many times do you see a production, that stage production, and no one knows anything about where anything is? Mm -hmm. People just show up and want the lights on. So, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to be different. You have to be a little different because, again, you want to know where everything is in a successful, successful production is when people don't even realize the luxuries that they're having. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I can amen to that. Wow. This has been so informative. This is exactly what I set out to do. This is awesome. Thank you so much for oh. joining us today. So yeah, tell I me. I appreciate you. So a couple more questions. What are you watching now? What are you watching TV film? What are you enjoying watching now? Okay. So uh, I watch from scratch. I'm still in it. I'm like, I'm like a little bit. I'm like 75% through. I think I have like three more episodes left. Maybe two more episodes. I think it is. It is beautifully written. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I watched from scratch lately. And I'm getting into, I know I'm late, manifest. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. <laughs> I work a lot. I work a lot. I, I, so I'm getting into manifest. I don't think there's any problem with being late. You're, as long okay. as you're on it, you're late. I mean, I just, yeah. I just finished Better Call Saul. Like, I mean, just started. Like, from episode one, I had to find a place to edit it, though, because I can't handle too much stuff. So, I was like, oh, y'all was right. It is good. And everybody's like, you're super late. Like, uh, well, at well least I and you know what, though? For the people who can sit and watch, you know, binge watch six shows in a weekend, <laughs> you know, it's a little rude for you to call someone late because that's not normal. That's right? true. Like you're consuming a lot. No. You no. know, like, yeah, you're consuming a lot of television or movies in one setting. Like I have my one of my favorite cousins. Like I'm like, how many shows do you watch in a day? Like how how do you how do you even know when are you sleeping? Because these are whole productions that you're watching hours of. So I don't I don't have the time to binge watch six and seven shows in the, in a weekend. So I'm a little late. I'm enjoying Manifest, so far, well, but I'm a little late. As know. long as you're enjoying it. Tell us what you yeah. have coming up. We want to be Team JP. We want to support you. What what kind of things are you working on currently? What can we do to support you? Yeah, so right now I am working on Unheard TV. So a little, a little story about Unheard TV. Unheard TV, the cast, the talent the production none of them have any film or television experience i'm the only one so i'm literally training and coaching in front of and behind the mic for the whole platform which is beautiful it is so beautiful to see people um you know stepping out on faith and delivering this amazing content so unheard tv is on roku currently and we'll be on Apple TV and Amazon Prime very, very soon. So that's really, that's really my, my thing for the next six, eight months. All right. Awesome. So we can just get it now. Oh yeah. 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 You'll see me. I'm on. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. You'll you'll see me. I have, I'm, I'm, I'm in front of the camera a few times, but 
you know, if uh, we're doing pitch parties, we currently did a pitch party in Atlanta. We'll be doing one in St. Louis. We have some other cities. So if you have show ideas, reach out. Definitely reach out and, awesome. and let's see if we can connect. Awesome. I love that for us. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and shining a light and telling us about the real, real of locations. I feel like yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, really. (laughs) Thank you so much. This was this was probably the first conversation I had just about locations. People tend to want to talk about um, the more glamorous roles, but this is the first time. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you for digging, for digging, digging out the you know the junkyard jewels, as I call it. (laughs) Well, that's what's interesting to me. I think it's it, I think it's going to be really interesting to a lot of people, though, actually, because I think it's I one of those things that. that we don't normally think about. So you're really giving back to, to the community by coming and talking to us today. We really appreciate it. Last question. Why is giving back important to you? Uh, it was uh, it was instilled from my mom. Uh, I saw my mom for as long as I can remember doing something to give back, whether it was cleaning in the community, feeding the community, uh, you know, sharing the word of God to the community. She was always just doing something. And so it became just very natural to say, oh, okay, I learned some new, let me tell somebody, <laughs> you know, I learned this new, let me, let me see how I can help. And so one of the things that on her TV, we do something monthly uh, to support the community, whether it's, you know, feeding the unhoused. Um, I don't know if you heard, but there was a school shooting. There was a, a school shooting in St. Louis. So oh, we wow. have been um, donating dollars to help the, the students and staff get therapy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So every month we have an initi- initiative to make sure we're taking care of uh, the community as well. That's dope. I love it. Love it. All right. Thank so- you so much. Thank you, JP. It was great meeting and talking to you. And we will be downloading from Roku. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that's it for us here at Black Crew Call. We'll see you next time. Keep dreaming and stay Black. Special thank you to Kala for our theme music and for editing on this episode. And special thank you to Kimbe Sullivan for creative consulting. 